0: Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tip today at tipfm.com. Time to talk farming. Glad to be joined by Katrina Morrissey, news editor of the Farmers' Journal. Good morning to you, Katrina. Good morning, friend. Good to talk to you today. The latest climate action plan, Katrina. I mean, while Leo Radcar denies it, farmers are being pushed into reducing cattle numbers, aren't they? They
1: are. And I suppose we have spoken, Fran, about the food vision reports which have preceded this climate action plan. And what I thought was notable yesterday is that while the cow reduction and cow extensification schemes that we've talked about for the suckler herd are not mentioned by name in the climate action plan, they are very much in there because the report yesterday says that the recommendations of the food vision reports will be mobilised in uh, quote marks. So they haven't uh, put it in black and white in this report that those reduction schemes are in, but they are very much in there. I suppose yesterday's report had both push and pull factors. Mm. So they are trying to push farmers into either reducing or getting out of livestock in some cases. And they're also trying to pull farmers into things like um, forestry, mm. organic farming, which would be a lower um, level of intensity, Um producing feedstock for large biomethane plants and then into tillage. So all of those things combined generally reduce livestock.
0: And how will they attract farmers or is there any detail on that in into those uh, various projects?
1: And this is where I suppose we as journalists and farmers get frustrated. There's lots of targets, aims, promises and talk of incentives but we have yet to see the euro figures or the you know the farmer number figures that government is thinking of. Um, The government is always at pains to say that no call, no reduction in animal numbers will be forced on farmers and yes that is true but conversely there are measures being taken both in the climate plan and in agriculture in general that will inevitably reduce um, livestock numbers. Things like the nitrates derogation pressure that's going to either reduce numbers or um, make the existing dairy production more extensive, so fewer animals per acre. Things like fertiliser reduction, mm. a big tightening of fertiliser um, planned by 2030 in this report. The biomethane plants, which is really a fast tracking of this, so Yesterday's report, I suppose, the news on the bioenergy front was that they want to have 20 large biomethane plants constructed by 2025. Um, Stephen Robb, who is our renewables editor, says that that would require 60,000 acres of land producing silage to go into those biomethane plants. Well, Again, there won't be many cattle on those farms. So there's lots going on there, as I say, mm-hmm. both push and pull factors.
0: And when will we see detail of the compensation packages, for example...
1: That's exactly what we asked the teacher because uh, and uh, Green Party leader Eamon Ryan yesterday. Again, no specifics. They are saying that will be new funding. They're saying that it will be very attractive to quote Leo Varadker, mm. Um, but no firm details.
0: Interesting indeed. It's going to be an interesting 2023, isn't it? Um, the Christmas dinner and, and the cost of Katrina there's a considerable jump there, isn't there?
1: considerable jump. Overall, Cantar um, which monitors, I suppose um, grocery, the grocery market, um, says that overall it'll, it's gone up about 7%. So the cost of this year's dinner versus last year's dinner, that's made up of all the usual ingredients and they've all increased by an amount but very wide um, mm. variation. So Brussels sprouts is one of the most expensive. They've gone up in cost by 65% on last year. Good God. Yeah, um, things like uh, the ham has gone up about 16%. uh, Fresh turkey all gone up by as much as about 15%. So in total, um, the dinner overall has gone up by 7%. It's not surprising, Fran. I mean, the cost of production has soared for farmers and for everybody along that food chain. Things like, you know, the cost of diesel, the cost of power um, and the cost of inputs has really, really gone up in 2022.
0: Yeah, and you're pointing out the grocery inflation is up to, what is it, 14.7, is it?
1: That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So an annual bill, they're saying, would have been about 7,000 in 2021 and that's gone up to just over 8,000. That's over 1,000 euro compared, so that's 2022 annual grocery bill versus
0: 2021. Forestry uh, planting as well. Disappointing there, it's fallen short of the, the target for 2022, hasn't it?
1: Disappointing but not surprising. Mm. Um, The government has really struggled in recent years to get anywhere near the planting targets. Um, 8,000 hectares of trees is what they wanted to have planted in the year just ending. Um, They didn't get that. They only got about 40% of it. Some of the issues there, I suppose, Fran, are the licensing problems, mm, yeah. you know, there's a well-known licensing issue, a backlog there that the department has addressed, but it's not cleared fully yet. And then farmers very reluctant um, to go into forestry for a number of reasons. First of all, they could see the people who had planted weren't now able to harvest. So yes. why would you go into a business that you can't take your money out of at the harvest time? And then also because they knew there was a new forestry programme coming with new and better um, payments available. So they will be in place now for 2023. The government will be hoping that the target will um, be reached next year. It's a big ask, but it's all part of the Climate Action Plan as well. You know that some farmers might find it more attractive to... Land under trees than under
0: cattle. Mm. And uh, just remind me of the hold-up uh, again, Katrina. I mean, is it that people are objecting in some way as well to, to the...
1: That was the problem, Yes, yeah. So there were a massive number of objections going in from people with environmental concerns. They all had to be assessed, naturally enough. Um, and they're really... I suppose the department had to go and get more personnel to be able to handle all of the paperwork that came with that, which the department did. They did draft in more um, inspectors, is the wrong word, but more officials who could do that work, um, but not enough to clear through the backlog this year so far.
0: Just finally, Katrina, a rather big statement from the European Commissioner for Agriculture. Um, he, He draws Green Deal's red line at food security.
1: Yeah, that's right. So Noel Barden, who works with me on the news team, was in Brussels recently. He sat down with the European Commissioner for Agriculture, Wachowski, and what he said was that nothing in the cap should reduce food production, which is good news for farmers, mm-hmm. because this is an argument they've been making for a long time. That, you know, Europe is in danger of going so far down the um, environmental and reduction of food production but they'll go down that road so far that there will actually be food shortages or food concerns. Um, the Ukraine war has obviously highlighted that in a big way. I think before early 2022, when Putin moved into Ukraine, food security was not high on anybody's radar, mm. Mm. even though that is what the Common Agricultural Policy was set up to do, was to ensure food security of high quality food. But the Commissioner is saying if it is found that the new cap which is in force in 2022, has any impact on food security, that that is a red line, that they will make changes.
0: Right. But is that not inevitable? I mean, if you have, you know, the Emissions Directive and Sustainable Use of Pesticides and like, like, well, is that not inevitable, Katrina?
1: It is. I suppose the Commissioner is going to look at it in the round in Europe. So in Ireland, we could be hugely disproportionately affected by, as you say, the pesticides rules. Europe is rowing back on that a bit. So there's a hope that an impact analysis will be done on the complete banning of pesticides, which was mooted. Um, and there is a hope that that will now be looked at with fresh eyes because it would be, I mean, it would be devastating for Irish farmers because it would basically make our tillage in particular, but all all management of grassland, you know, uh, very, very
0: difficult without that Katrina, it's always a pleasure. Happy Christmas to you and yours, and, and thank you so much for all the wonderful contributions throughout the year, Katrina. Thank you. Many happy returns,
1: Fran.
0: Thanks thank for you. having us. Bye on. bye. Bye bye to you now. Katrina Morrissey, there, news editor of the Farmers Journal, and the journal is on your shelves uh, right now. Eighteen hundred nine three eight double o seven. The text and WhatsApp is oh eight three three double one double three double one. We're always delighted to hear from you.